Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Well, welcome to week number four of Little Black Dress Boot Camp. Today's Tuesday, February 10th, 2015, and we are going to talk about secret agents today, grains of plenty, and hopefully you guys have your note documents um, if you would like to take notes, and um, it's in your Facebook page and in the email. So before we jump into what's new... I would love to know, how did it go last week? Did you have successes or challenges? What new greens did you try? Were you surprised by your greens? And um, just if you have any general questions before we start greens, I would love to hear either you can just talk. I've got you unmuted. I think, Tiffany, you're the only one on the phone. And then anybody else in the chat, just go ahead and let me know how things are going. Um, I love the kale chips and have been trying to get um, more greens and just salads and even had tacos last week and just did tons and tons of lettuce on it, um, uh-huh. a, a spring mix lettuce. So it's been good. And um, I'm also going to try this uh, smoothie, which I haven't done yet, just out of pure laziness. <laughs> So how did the greens go with the kids, or have they just kind of done what they normally do and you're just adding them to yours? Yeah, it's been mostly like that. My oldest likes the kale chips, though. Um, oh, good. Eat a bunch, but he he did manage to get one down. So. <laughs> hey, any little bit helps. <laughs> uh, Lisa said she found out that she loved He's been putting greens in everything. Her family hasn't been loving it, but she thinks it's been great. Oh, that's so exciting. Great job. Woohoo. That's great. Lisa, did you make the kale chips or um, you've just been kind of sneaking it in other places? And I do apologize, you guys. I'm kind of on a slow connection here. Um, in case you're typing away and I'm not seeing it yet. <laughs> All right, let's see. So do you guys have any questions um, related to anything else before we move on to greens? Today's a lot of info, kind of like last week on greens. You're going to get, like, overwhelmed with info on greens. <laughs> Lisa said she tried the chip, but she likes it better raw and in stir-fry. I really like it in stir-fry, too. Well, that's really great. I'm really proud of you guys for trying something new. That's super. All right. Well, like I said, we are going to jump into grains. And just the whole grains 
they have different, they have like all the parts of the original kernel of the grain. So there's a bran, a germ, and an endosperm that are all still intact. So when you get refined grains, generally the bran, the germ are stripped away. So when you're looking to buy grains, um, like if you buy wheat bread, it doesn't always say whole wheat bread, okay? So you want to be looking for the word whole, either whole grain or whole wheat. So if you're not buying the grain by itself, make sure the grain is one of the first three ingredients on the label. Because remember how we talked about the closer the ingredients are to the front, like we talked about with sugar. If sugar is the first ingredient, then that means whatever in that box is, is mostly sugar. So you want to make sure if you're buying something and you want to be making sure you're increasing your whole grains, that that ingredient is one of the first three on the label, okay? You'll also see a whole grain stamp from the Whole Grain Council indicating that there is at least a half a serving of whole grains inside. Um, but don't be fooled by bread that looks healthy just because it's brown, <laughs> It may be colored with molasses, brown sugar, or even caramel coloring, which is, you know, those are all forms of sugar. So just pay, continue to pay attention to your labels like you have them. Whole grains can contain a lot of fiber. Fiber is one of the big reasons to eat whole grains. So adults need about 25 to 35 grams of fiber a day, and whole grains contain two types, soluble and insoluble fiber which are both beneficial to your health. For example, if you look at brown rice that's a whole grain versus white rice that is not, you'll get 5.5 grams of fiber per half cup uncooked brown rice compared with only 2 grams in uncooked white rice and only 0.7 in a serving of instant rice. Because it digests slowly, Fiber also helps you feel fuller longer. And fiber's health benefits are well known. It can help control blood sugar, lower LDL or your bad cholesterol, and reduce the risk of colon cancer. Not all whole grains are high in fiber. So if you require more fiber, you want to focus on oats, barley, and bulgur. And just note that when you start to increase your fiber intake, you need to also be sure to drink plenty of water because you want to move that fiber through your body, and it takes water to do that. Whole grains help digestion. Whole grains have other digestive benefits as well. The fiber content keeps bowel movements regular. They help ward off diverticulitis, which is a condition in which little pouches form in your colon walls that cause inflammation, constipation, diarrhea, and pain. Fiber is responsible for much of the benefit, but whole grains also contain lactic acid, which promotes good bacteria in your large intestine. These organisms aid digestion, promote better nutrition absorption, and may even beef up your immune system. Whole grains can help lower cholesterol. Whole grains not only help prevent your body from absorbing bad cholesterol, they may also lower triglycerides, both of which are major contributors to heart disease. 
One study found that women who ate two to three servings of whole grain products per day were 30% less likely to have a heart attack or die from heart disease compared with women who ate less than one serving a week. So any form of whole grain, including whole wheat, oats, brown rice, barley, quinoa, rye, buckwheat, and millet, will you know, help for benefits with your heart. When it comes to oatmeal, steel cut is generally better than instant. And steel cut, you have to cook a little bit longer, um, but you can also do like oats that are not processed. So instead of having quick oats, have your like oats that are original and they tend to have all of the pieces of the oat intact so that um, all the fiber and all the nutrients are there. Whole grains help lower your blood pressure. Um, they're one of the important, um, they lower your blood pressure and really help decrease your risk factors for heart disease. They can help control your weight. People who eat a lot of whole grains are more likely to keep their weight in check and less likely to gain weight over time than those who eat refined grains. So when I talk about refined grains, you guys, we're talking about like white bread and sugar-laden cereal, um, a lot of, you know, your white baked goods and things like that. And there was a study that um, over a span of 12 years, middle-aged men and women who ate a diet high in fiber gained 3.35 pounds less than those who went for the refined products, which you know, really makes sense um, because the refined products have more sugar and things in them. But one of the greatest things about grains is that they help you feel full. And that's another way they help you control your weight because they make you feel fuller longer. So whole grains take longer to digest and they have a more satiating effect. So this can also help keep your portions under control. So if you try rye or a protein-packed quinoa, you get maximum fullness versus just having, you know, a couple, like a cup of cooked white rice. Um, quinoa also gives you like that protein punch that will help keep you um, fuller longer. They also help regulate blood sugar. So one of the main benefits of whole grains compared to refined grains, is it keeps your glucose from spiking, which can reduce your risk of type 2 diabetes, among other things. So something as simple as swapping one-third of a serving of cooked white rice a day, so that's two ounces, for brown rice was associated with a 16% decline in type 2 diabetes risk. So just doing something as simple as swapping brown rice for white rice um, you can lower your risk of type 2 diabetes by 16%. Now, when you cook with brown rice, just keep in mind that you may want to add some more spices or herbs. Um, and I generally will cook it with um, a stock, like chicken or vegetable stock, um, and a little bit of olive oil. And I put you know, it's usually the one cup of rice to two cups of water ratio. But I generally, when I cook my brown rice, I put more water in. Um, 
because it seems a little bit drier. So I usually cook it a little bit longer and with some more water so that it keeps it more fluffy. Um, but just keep in mind, cooking brown rice from scratch, like whole grain brown rice, takes about 40 minutes. So you've got to plan a little bit ahead. Another thing that I do that might be helpful for you is when I cook brown rice, um, I'll make a double portion of it so that it's in the fridge and I can get it out easily and just reheat it um, for a dinner later in the week. So whole grains are also a good source of vitamin B. They're rich in B vitamins, thiamine, riboflavin, and niacin. And all three of those also assist in your metabolism. Another B vitamin, folate or folic acid, helps your body form red blood cells and is critical for preventing birth defects in babies. So that's like a lot of times when you're pregnant, you have to take a multivitamin with at least 400 micrograms of folic acid a day. Um, they also deliver essential minerals along with vitamins. Whole grains are a great source of the minerals our bodies need to stay healthy. These include iron, which transports oxygen throughout your body and helps prevent anemia. Magnesium helps build your bones, and selenium protects against oxidation. So they also include zinc, which is necessary to assist with your immune system. So there are a whole bunch of things that um, whole grains are beneficial for in your body. So what is there one thing, go ahead in the chat or just let me know, is there one thing that you're surprised about um, from what you just heard? I think for me, when I um, first was learning about this was that I couldn't believe that with just swapping out brown rice, you could lower your risk of heart disease by that much. Is there anything else for anyone? All right. Um, and Christina says, how whole grains are not just beneficial to digestive system, but they help prevent heart disease and they assist if you have a low iron. That's great. And Lisa says she is surprised about the amount of nutrients. Yeah, I think a lot of times we, you know, grains sometimes get a bad rap or you don't realize how many different nutrients they have when they haven't been stripped out. All right, so there is a handout that um, is all about grains. We're going to kind of go through them one by one. Um, and if you don't have it, I'm going to talk through it. I think Christina has the link to post for you. If not, um, just let me know in the chat and I'll get it for you. I'm working a little bit different today. I usually have all my notes. Oh, there it is. I usually have all my notes printed out. And um, <laughs> today I am very technical. I'm using my computer notes and chatting. So bear with me. <laughs> but 
but there is a whole grain handout, and I just kind of want to go through this to possibly, like, bring awareness to some grains that you may not know about, um, and for some, for you guys to try some new grains. Um, we'll talk about, like, a lot of these notes that you have will tell you which ones are gluten-free and which ones aren't. Um, there's also a Christine is also putting the link out there for my Pinterest page on grains so that you guys will have a resource to use to check out some recipes. And I also included my own quinoa salad recipe that I love. Um, it's kind of based off of a tabbouleh Mediterranean type recipe. Um, but you can have it as is. You can add feta cheese to it. Um, you can add palmitella olives to it. It's just a really um, great basis. You'll see I love quinoa, so um, it just packs a, a protein punch and gives you your whole grains all in one. And people use it interchangeably like rice, but it has like a much nuttier flavor. And then it's more of a seed than a grain, but it kind of gets thrown in here. So that's kind of why it's so nutrient-dense. But um, let's go through our whole grain list. So and talked a little bit about how grains are grown all around the world. Um, and generally, you'll find these on the grocery store shelves, and you may never heard of them before. But we have amaranth, um, which is a gluten-free grain, and it came from Colombian Aztec. So for them, it wasn't just a dietary staple. It was actually part of the religious ritual. And um, often today people will pop it like popcorn and they put honey molasses or chocolate over it in Mexico. And um, they call it joy, which I could only imagine. Um, but it's a great source. It's a plant protein and it has two amino acids in it, which are low um which are generally low in grains. So amaranth has iron, calcium, it has a high fiber content that's triple that of wheat, and it's completely gluten-free. So it's suitable for people with celiac disease, and it's very digestible, okay? So if you've been um, sick and you haven't been able to have, like, a lot of regular foods and you're transitioning back maybe from a liquid diet or you've done a fast or something, you can easily um, put amaranth back in your diet because it's easily digestible. Then we have another whole grain called barley. It's very versatile. It's in beer. Um, it's a, Mostly you'll find it in cereal. It has a nut-like flavor and it's a little bit chewy. Uh, looks like wheat berries. So if you don't know what those are, that's not really a good, <laughs> probably not a great reference. Um, but they are high in a sugar that is malt-like in a sweetener. So they use it in beer and other alcoholic beverages. And um, its claim to fame is based on being a good source of molybdenum manganese, which is dietary fiber and selenium. So it has a really good source of your vitamin B and your magnesium and your niacin, which are those other things that help regulate your blood sugar. And we already talked a little bit about brown rice, um, but some more information on brown rice is it is gluten-free. And the difference, like when 
when you have brown rice, it only removes the outermost layer, so the whole of the rice. So it leaves the kernel intact, so you get all the nutritional value, okay? What typically happens when you turn brown rice into white rice, they take all of that out and it destroys 67% of the vitamins and nutrients in the rice. So when you have fully milled and polished white rice, you have to, then they go ahead and they put enriched with vitamins D1, 3, and iron. So that's like one of the things you'll notice on rice packages. It'll, like when you buy white rice, it says it's enriched. Well, when that rice was originally grown, it had all of those vitamins and minerals intact. So in essence, when you take brown rice and you make it white rice, you strip all that out, and then they go back and they add those back in. <laughs> so um, it just it's just interesting to me that they go through the whole process to strip down the bright rice, the brown rice, and then they add back in the nutrients that they stripped out. <laughs> Bulgur wheat is a staple of Middle Eastern cuisine. So when I was talking to you about the quinoa tabbouleh salad, um, this is where I trade in quinoa because bulgur is, it's in its name, wheat. And so um, I generally keep to a gluten-free diet. So I kind of trade anything that's made with bulgur wheat, I trade in quinoa. Um, But I use the bulgur wheat and I really enjoy it. Um, it ha- it's really rich in nutrients. It's minimally, minimally processed um, and is a great choice if you um, are able to have wheat in your diet. Then you have couscous, which is another, you know, Middle Eastern kind of thing. Um, but it's ground semolina flour. And you just cook it by steaming. So basically, couscous is amazing. You boil water and you put the couscous in, you take the pot off the stove, and you sit it aside for five minutes, and it fluffs up, you stir it with a fork, and you are ready to go. And it's really delicious um, and super easy to make. So a lot of North African dishes and Mediterranean dishes will have um, call for couscous. And then there's another grain called farro, and it's it's a very old cultivated grain um it's a very like you'll hear some stories now about like wheat before it was the wheat we have today um and farrow is kind of like one of those ancient grains that was wheat in its original form um it does have gluten in it so the molecules are weaker than the modern version making it a little bit more easily to die easy to digest However, if you're like celiac or gluten sensitive, it's probably um, better to pick a different grain. And then we have flaxseed, which is gluten-free. It helps reduce risk of heart disease, cancer, stroke, and diabetes. It's one of those things that I throw in a lot of baked goods. So if I'm making muffins, I'll throw it in a smoothie. Um, when I will bake bread at home, I'll throw it in there. Um, it just kind of boosts your fiber intake and has all the health benefits. Um, has omega threes, so it's got those good fats, and those always have a great um, response. You know, keeping your health health healthy, your heart healthy. 
Um, so I edit wherever I can. <laughs> there's a new there's this new grain that I've recently learned about it's called frica. It's wheat. Um, they harvest it when it's green and then they roast it. So it's a little bit like bulgur, but it's more grassy. Um, it is really great for regulating your blood sugar because it's low on the glycemic index. So it doesn't allow your um, blood sugar to spike. And it has more fiber than brown rice and quinoa. So it really is a good, um, it's a great grain to help you stay full and satisfied. And there is quinoa, which is kind of like quinoa. It's a whole grain. Um, but it is a seed, not a grain, just like quinoa is. It is also gluten-free. It looks very much like quinoa. Um, but the grains are tinier and looks more like teff. So um, very similar to quinoa can be used interchangeably with quinoa, quinoa, but it's called quinoa. It's very, I know, it's very close. <laughs> then there's a grain called millet. Now, whenever I think of millet, I think about um, in the, if you ever had a bird or seen birds at the pet store, they have those stalks. Um, with these seeds on them attached to the sides of their cage, and that's actually millet. It is gluten-free, um, but I always think of it as bird seed. But it's really not just for birds. You can It gets creamy when you cook it, um, and they say it's kind of like, it's kind of like mashed potatoes, but, you know, you have to kind of think outside the box on that one. But it really is good. Um it comes in different colors. It's very widely available. So um, it has phosphorus and magnesium in it. It has some copper in it. So it really is a great um, choice. I haven't had um, a lot of interaction. Like, I haven't cooked it that much. I really should cook it a little bit more. Um, and so maybe this week I will get some and I'll cook it so that I can... I can um, go ahead and give you guys an update on it. I'll go and use one of those recipes I put out there for you guys on Pinterest and make some. And then we have oats. So oats are oats are naturally, innately gluten-free, okay? Um, but if you have a wheat or gluten intolerance, you want to look for packages that actually say gluten-free because what happens when oats are processed they get become contaminated. So like Quaker Oats, they can't say they're gluten-free on their package because the equipment that they process their oats on is the same equipment they process wheat, barley, rye, or other products that contain wheat. So it would expose them. So really, if you're celiac or gluten intolerant, you want to make sure you're looking for that gluten-free labeling on your oats. So I use Bob's Red Mill Oats. Um, but oats are just so good. They give you energy. Um, in su they have such good nutrition in them. They add uh, hardiness to cereal, especially this, like, when you, if you're living in a colder climate, um, it really helps in the morning to, like, warm you up. They kind of stick to your, they stick to your bones and um, really keep you full for a long period of time without spiking that blood sugar like we talked about. 
And then we have quinoa on the list, which we've I've mentioned a couple times already on the call. Um, I love quinoa. It has all eight amino acids, so it is a complete protein. Uh, it's, so its protein content is equal to like a glass of milk. It has vitamin B, iron, zinc, potassium, calcium, and vitamin E. And um, because it's gluten-free, it's super easy to digest. So um, it, they say that when you're cooking quinoa, you want to rinse it to remove the toxicity. Um, so like if you pour your quinoa out of the bag, you'll see it's kind of like got a powdery film. And it's called saponin. So you just want to put it in like a little colander and rinse it um, before you use it at home. So I just throw it in the, a strainer, rinse it with water real quick, and then dump it right into the pot. There's another whole grain called rye. Um, it also is, you know, it's a wheat product. But you do see it on the supermarket shelves. It is um, a cereal grain, and they also use it to make alcohol and, you know, beer. Then there's spelt. That's also from the wheat family, and it's they've been cultivating it for years and years and years. Um, a lot of bread is made from spelt, um, and it has, like, a very nutty taste and it's more mild than wheat. And it has a lot, it has packs more protein than wheat. Um, so if you can find some bread that's made with spelt, um, it would be great to try, for you guys to try that. Oh, and Christina posted over here in the chat that she loves oats, and she just adds a little milk and cinnamon or bananas. Yeah, that sounds so good, Christina. Uh, I didn't eat lunch yet, so it's making me a little hungry. <laughs> And then there's teff. Teff is gluten-free. It is very um, small. It's teeny tiny, like mustard seed tiny. Um, it's very high in protein. Like quinoa, it does have all eight amino acids. So it's really great um, and inexpensive and super easy to make. It's kind of like that... Um, Couscous, it's really fast. You just boil the water and throw it in there. Wheat berries are whole wheat kernels. They look like um, thick, short grains, similar to brown rice. Um, but lots of times you'll see them used for baking. Or you can buy wheat berries yourself and grind them to make your own flour. So wheat berries is what flour, flour comes from. Um, but they're a little bit chewy. They're sometimes in some packaged cereals like that you'll heat like a an oatmeal type cereal um, and they're a little bit chewy. But it does have like all the nutrients because it's the whole wheat berry, the whole kernel there. So all of the goodness that wheat is known, like that whole wheat is known for, they're all intact. Um, then there's wild rice, which is a dark blackish brownish rice. It's also gluten-free. Um, rice is from, just in general, rice comes from the grass family. And wild rice is great. It's high in fiber. Um, it's nutty and smoky. So I like to mix wild rice with the brown rice um, instead of just having brown rice all by itself. But 
once in a while I'll make a wild rice stuffing. So like if we have Cornish hens or a roast chicken, um, I might stuff it with wild rice um, with some cranberries or something. I like it that way. And then we have whole wheat pasta. And so the main difference between white and whole wheat pasta really lies in the processing. So whole wheat contains three parts of the grain. The bran, which is the outer layer of the grain, the germ, which is like the sprouting section of the seed, and the endosperm, which is the large starchy center. When you're doing the refining process, it forces the nutrient-rich bran and the germ out of the grain. So you just have the endosperm behind. So the stripped white stuff that we see has a longer shelf life and a cheaper price tag. So it's nutritionally weaker. So when you can, you know, really opting for the whole wheat version will ensure that you get the most nutritional benefits. So you'll get the bran, the germ, the vitamin E, and the D vitamins, antioxidants, and the fiber that will help maintain your blood sugar. So that, which one of these grains do you think um, you might try? What is a new grain that we just talked about that you would be willing to try next week? So go ahead and either um, just talk or send me a message in the chat box. I think I'd like to try to make some steel-cut oats. Yeah, and with steel-cut oats, you can do them in the crock pot also. Um, Or you can do them on the stovetop. They just take a little bit longer to cook. They are good, though. They're, um, They're hardier than regular oats, for sure but they are delicious. They just have a little bit different texture. So if there isn't a new grain you think you want to try, is there a favorite grain that we talked about that um, you'll start to incorporate now more because you've realized, like, the health benefits of it? Um, I really like quinoa, and I hardly ever make it, Um, so I'm going to try to add that in. Yeah, because I think your husband likes that too now, doesn't he? Yes. (laughs) Christina says steel-cut oats, quinoa, and definitely brown rice. And then Lisa said she loves tabbouleh, so she'll think she'll try the quinoa version. Oh, great, Lisa. I think you'll really enjoy it. All right, so when you guys normally have your grains, do you have them as a side, like, or do you incorporate them into soups or kettles? Um, Or do you just, like, you know, a lot of times I keep it really simple, right, with the food list. I say, okay, so tonight we're going to have some chicken, and I'm going to make some brown rice, and then I'll make a vegetable separate. Because my daughter, she likes all of those things, but she doesn't like them touching. So I used to be like the one-hit wonder. I'd put everything in one pot, and it would be good to go. Um, But now I have to cook, like, my chicken separate, my rice separate, and my vegetables separate. She'll eat them all, but she doesn't like them in one pot. So when you guys cook, do you guys cook in one pot, or do you, like, cook everything separate too? 
let's see, Lisa says she is going to start to have some oats more often, and she has hers mostly as sides and as bread. Uh, Christina says her nephew is like that, where he doesn't like any of his food touching other foods. So he likes all the food. It just has to be separate. Yeah, I do think I do most of my grains, like, in a cereal-y kind of way. So, um, like, I don't cook them a lot as a side item. So I think I'm going to try to adventure in that. Well, that's cool. Christina says separate unless it's for herself. Yeah. I don't know. I love, like, my chicken cooked in my rice. Like, it gives it so much more flavor. (laughs) I like to keep it simple, too. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I've done, like, a lot more, like, where I'll make a soup and instead of putting pasta in it, even gluten-free pasta, like, I'll throw some brown rice or I'll throw some quinoa in there. Um, to just beef it up and stretch it a little bit. So what, do you have any other questions, you guys, about this week's talk? Or anything that's surprising to you about um, what we talked about today? Because this week, because this week I want you to try two new grains. Okay, so look at the Pinterest link um, if you need some ideas. But, you know, try to crowd out white rice um, and pasta or even like white potatoes, right? Try to, if you aren't, you know, try quinoa or brown rice or wild rice or another grain that you just haven't tried before and... um, And you'll see, like, as we go through these weeks, I kind of layer something on. And um, so this week is to crowd out white rice, pasta, quinoa, white potatoes. And, um, you know, try some new things. Incorporate greens into your meals like you've been doing, right? At least um, two meals if you can. Continue to read your product labels and check the ingredients that you don't recognize so that you're becoming more aware of what's in your food. And then, you know, eliminate your white sugar, cutting down on your artificial sweeteners, try natural sweeteners, and um, do your healthy habits food list. So your protein, your vegetable, and your fat for each meal. And now, especially this week, be adding in your whole grains and some fruit. Then we are working on exercising 20 minutes a day for at least three days of the week, okay? So just remember, like with boot camp, we're kind of building each week on top of the other. So we don't want to forget what we learned last week or the week before. We just kind of want to build on it so that they become habits. And I'm back over here looking at the chat, and it says, Lisa says she's surprised at the number of grains available and at how nutritious they are. She's been avoiding them, but we'll add them back in. Yeah, and Lisa, with adding them back in, like use your journal and think through, like when you have them, how they're affecting you. Um, Because some grains will be, whole grains will be better than, you know, will work better with your body chemistry than others. You know, I know, like for me, I like whole grains a lot, um, but I don't have whole grains every single day just because of the way that my body is. Um, that my body processed them, but I'll have them 
probably, you know, four days a week, but maybe not every day just because of my, like, how I digest them and things. Um, so, in you know, in different diets, like paleo diets, they don't do many grains. Like, that's kind of like their thing is, like, no grains. But everybody is unique and individual, so we want to find which grains work best for us. Um, and don't cause bloating and and things like that. So just kind of keep that in mind as you're adding them in. Um, But I'm sure you're going to find a few that you'll be, like, really, really surprised in just how they um, keep you full throughout the day. I think you'll notice that with your oats, too. So does anybody have any questions? It doesn't have to be about grains. It could be about anything. We've got um, a little bit of time. If you want to ask some more questions, I know it was a lot of me talking today, guys. <laughs> All right, Tiff, do you have anything? Um, I don't think so. Okay. All right, so our action steps will be to crowd out white rice and pasta white potatoes, and then try quinoa, brown rice, another kind of green that you haven't tried. Incorporate your greens. Maybe make your greens with your um, grains. And continue to read your labels. Look up your ingredients. You guys be sure to um, send me out a note on the Facebook page or whatever if you're running into ingredients that you don't recognize or you're not able to find them on Google, and I'll try to help you out with that. Um, watch your sugar if you're having questions or running into issues with, um, you know, anything to do with sugar or how to trade something for them, shoot me a message on that. And, um, you know, keep doing your protein, vegetable, and fat with your meals and get your exercise in. And then Lisa says, thanks for that advice um, on the grains. And she's just She's getting her digestion health back. That's great, Lisa. Are you taking a probiotic um, to help with your digestive or gut health? Or do you eat fermented vegetables? Because it will make, it makes a big difference. Yes. She's taking a probiotic and magnesium. Awesome. That's great. All right. Well, if you guys don't have any more questions, then we will wrap up today. And I just want to thank you so much for your time and being on the call. And if anything comes up, please just feel free to uh, feel free to ask or send me a message. And we will chat next week, okay? Have a super day. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.